Peace and prosperity. You're now rocking with King Supreme on Godcast Sports Talk. On this episode, I wanted to bring a young person that I um I knew for a long time, and I want to uh, speak with a guy, a, a current college athlete, Division One football player out of UConn, um, Dylan Harris, and we want to bring him on the show and just kind of talk about you know just the different experiences he's had thus far at the Division One level and. You know, what does it entail to, you know, make it to that level and things like that, the ups and downs. And, you know, we'll just kind of flow and kind of see where the conversation brings us. But it's going to be important that we bring those type of guests on the, on the show, you know, for our younger audience who aspire to play at Division One level. It's really important that they get to hear someone who's living that actual lifestyle at the current moment. So we're going to bring them on the show and kind of see what happens from there. All right. So stay tuned. Dylan Harris is up next. Yo, yo. Peace, peace, peace. All praises due, man. I appreciate you joining us, man. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, so we're here with uh, Dylan Harris, uh, UConn Huskies, Division One football player. Um, so what I want to do, first and foremost, um, I want to just kind of give them a background on um, how, we, how we know each other and then just kind of chronologically bring them up to speed. All right? Yeah. So, um, you know, again, we, our listeners are from all over the country. Um, so we make sure, you know, when we speak, we want to make sure we very um, descriptive because some of them don't know, like, the location. So sure. um, Dylan and I, I met Dylan when he was about five years old. Um, and his, uh, his, he lived across the street from my grandmother in a town called Bloomfield. And um, that's pretty much how I met him. Um, a playful kid, always outside on his bike, just kind of very advanced in terms of his kind of, you know, movement. And he's, he's an exciting young man to see just run around doing push-ups and wheeling and bikes and things like that. So it was really good kid, man, real good kid. Um, seemed to be very respectful, um, mannerable to his parents, you know, come from a good home. So it, um, so I've known him since then. And now, you know, and, and, and fast forward, um, for, the, you know, those who, who know what we do here with Supreme Athlete, um, that I've spoken about multiple times in previous shows, he's one of the kids as a part of the program the mentoring program, it's benefited him greatly. Um, to date now, he's, uh, you know, playing you know, Division One football and things like that. I won't get into too much stuff. He can talk about that. But um, so that's where we are right now. Um, so that's Dylan Harris. So if you if you don't mind, man, just kind of, you know, give the people a little background about yourself. Yeah, you know, I grew up in Bloomfield. Came up through uh, Supreme about eighth grade, 2012, when it first started. And then from there, it was just surrounding – I was just surrounded by, you know, great people with great minds and just being in that in that space really elevates you. And you don't even like really understand it until like probably like a couple of years down the road because I didn't even understand it until I got to high school. I'm like, damn, like I'm surrounded by all these great athletes. And by that environment, it creates success. And, you know, coming from, you know, Bloomfield or if you come from like the Hartford, Hartford County area, you, you mm-hmm. know that a lot of athletes don't really make it out for real. Mm-hmm. And that by by uh, having this environment, it sets the reality in, in these kids that, like, I can make it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like that's very, very important, important because a lot of kids out here are lost. You know, they don't have a sense of direction. Supreme mm-hmm. days, kids out here, a sense of direction. They're not out here. You know, doing doing whatever, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And being in that environment just wants them to be wants them to be better and they hold themselves accountable. Right. Hold right. each other accountable, hold hold their friends accountable, see them, you know, doing bozo stuff. Facts. Wherever, you know, they gotta check that. And that's all coming from just the knowledge 
and the values that Supreme instills in, in the in the youth. And that, so, that goes the wrong way. So mentorship, essentially, you're, you're advocating that mentorship takes place, like no matter what it is, whatever industry, that yeah. you need to seek out a mentor. Yeah. That is key. You know what I'm saying? That it really is. And so, yo, tell us a little bit about your high school accomplishments. Um, what did you do? Did you play multiple sports? How did you do in those things? Like, what was that about? Yeah, I played multiple sports. I played uh, football, track, baseball a little bit. I used to play ball, but, you know, I Don't you be <laughs> <laughs> You are a fowler. You foul, foul, foul. Never. <laughs> but uh, I let it in uh, football, baseball, and track. Okay, um, okay. But for baseball, what position you played? I played a lot of positions. This guy was so versatile. Well, I played outfield. What did you that enjoy was, the most? Definitely outfield, you know, okay. catch catch a deep ball and then gun somebody out trying okay. to get home or whatever. Okay. Did um, you love it or like or you just like it was recreation? What was it? No, nah, I loved it. I've been playing I played baseball my whole life. Wow. Why yeah. why didn't you pursue baseball? Why didn't you do both? Some football players be doing both. I would say, um, I felt like baseball, you had to be more in tune with, you know what I mean? It was a lot okay. more that, that went into baseball, technical-wise. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? But Got you. Sometimes I wish I could go back and, you know, get more in-depth with baseball, but, you know, it mm-hmm. is what it is now. So, so your high school career, like, so um, give us, like, you know, just a little bit, like, what were some of the highs that you had, like, some of your, your career highs in, in your high school career? I would say my – um. My junior year for football, probably, I recorded 160 tackles mm-hmm. with, like, 30 tackles for loss, mm-hmm. a couple of interceptions, and like, 10 sacks, I think. I think that was my my highest as, as far as stats. Right, right. With, uh, high school sports. That Have you had any – uh, you won any championships? Yeah, I won a uh, state championship at Bloomfield in 2015. Okay. 2015 team won a championship. Then the following year, when I went prep the Cheshire Academy, we won. Um, we won a bowl over there. So wait, okay. So that's good. That's that's a great segue for the next question. Then, so you went to a public school first in Bloomfield, and then you went to a prep school in Cheshire Academy. Yes, sir. What was the deciding factor for a move like that? Because I've had conversations with you know people in the past regarding the whole public and prep thing, and even with um we had um big swap. We had big swap up here, and um he was saying how. You know, in, in Texas, it's not a it's not a thing. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not even a, a conversation because the public schools are monsters. Like, so they don't feel right. threatened. They don't have any issues with prep schools at all. Um, right. It's not a conversation. Up northeast is a huge issue, and a, there's a lot of controversy a, around it. So, Definitely. in your opinion, what was your experience like from the public school and the private school sector? I feel like it was more... As far as um, football or yeah, yeah, but football socially, academically, like whatever you you know your experience was. Yeah, as far as football, I'll say it was more competitive, definitely more competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, just off the fact that you know public sports and and CT is more. Um, I would say it's weaker. The competition is weaker. Mm-hmm. And and prep, you, right. you see a lot more athletes from like. All over the place. So you got New Jersey, Mass, right. New York. Right. You know, you got a variety of athletes coming in that okay. have potentially the same mindset as you as far as, you know, going to the next level. Right, right. And that environment mm. is it different. You know, you're playing top competition each week. Mm. Whereas, you know, um, 
in public, you know, you got you got bums here and there, you know, or oh, this week I take this week off, you know. Mm. Like, you can't do that in prep because every every school, uh, if you have the right schedule, you know, it's gonna be hard every week. Right, 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 as right. As far as okay. socially, um, it was way more diverse. You know, you got kids from all over the all over the country, all over the world. In fact, wow. so you mean you mean a whole a whole new um aura. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that environment and that 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 really helps as far as like going like to the next level going to college you already know how to how to speak and mm. uh, communicate with different different types of people and that goes a long way so yeah it sounds like it really it, it develops you you know um just it broadens broadens your horizons and it really helps you be able to uh coexist so to speak right. with different you know ethnicities and things like that and you also learn a great deal about yourself and other people and other cultures. Yeah. So that's always a plus. Um, in terms of um, academically. Oh, yeah. You know, what, yeah. Yeah, academically, I would say, um, you know, at the end of the day, school is school. You're going to have to do schoolwork. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely, um, I would say, more challenging. Right. And uh, um, the classrooms were a lot smaller. So it was more in-depth with, with, with your uh, teacher and your classmates. It was more mm-hmm. interactive. Mm-hmm. And I'll say um, they offer more classes as far as like um, communication. Right. You had to be be more um, interactive. Okay. And and in the prep, you know, you got schools um, like Cheshire, Choke. These are pre- prestigious schools. You know, come from they had their background is amazing. And right, right. You have to act according. You know what I mean? Like they expect you to act at a high level in the mm-hmm. classroom and mm-hmm. around, around the campus, so to say, where as public school, you know, you got, you got clowns here and there. It's not as strict as it is. Right. Prep school, so it's, you got a lot more kids goofing off, you know, fair. Yeah, because that, that should be free. Anything that's free, exactly. people don't be taking advantage of. They, you know, they kind of don't take care of. Exactly. You for some shit or some shit costs you. you <laughs> yeah. Right. You better, you know what I mean? Yeah. When I was young, I, man, I mean, I mean, my man used to steal bikes. And uh, we was like, man, shit, somebody steal this bike. I don't care because I stole it. Right. Essentially, because it was free. Right. But if my mother paid for this shit, oh, no, and that... they stole it. Oh, no, hell no. I'm mad. I'm mad as shit. <laughs> You're going to so... get that bike back. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean? Right? So it's different. You, you treat things differently. So, yeah. All right. Um, Yo, so after, uh, oh, uh, who, who is, can you give us some names of some um, key guys that you went up against in, in, uh, in prep school that's, you know, maybe still playing now? Some big names. Oh, yeah. One, if anybody would remember. One going in the draft tonight. I hope that guy, you know, goes first round. AJ Dillon. He played over at Lawrence Academy. That guy was a stud. Okay. Stud. And what's, what college did he go to? Uh, Boston College. Okay. Yep. AJ Dillon. Okay. Yep. Running back. Yep. Yep. Yes, yep. Sir, yep. Anybody else you recall that was really, or that's productive now in college that you played against in um, prep school? Uh yeah, I played uh Brandon Sebastian. Okay. And you know, he's on he's BC right now at Boston College over there. Okay. Uh, I played a couple guys over at Choke. One is one of them's at uh Michigan. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name, but he was pretty he was he was good. He was dominant. He was definitely dominant. Okay. Okay. Good, good. And and so after um Chester, where you go? I had to go uh Juco went to Lackawanna College down in PA. Okay. So how did that go? I know, I know you in JUCO, so you know. But for those that mm-hmm. that haven't experienced being in JUCO, is different. Mm-hmm. That mindset is completely different. It's not for the weak. 
You know, so what do you mean? Like, give us an example because I, you know, our, our listeners in like, you know, California or maybe I don't know, uh, Houston might not really understand what you're talking about. Like what, like, cause they, you know, those guys' mentalities typically be high level, but junior college, I mean, what does it mean? Like you gotta be a, a tougher breed out there. Right. So, um, you got guys that's coming from, you know, different type of backgrounds as well, but mm-hmm. they coming from like struggles. You know what I mean? It may be mm-hmm. different type of struggles, but everybody that's in Juco struggle at some point. And it's like, this is the, the last step, you know, this is mm-hmm. your last chance. Mm-hmm. And really that just having that on your mind, that's a struggle. So you have to be tough because you could, you could fold a lot of, dudes, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of people fold in Juco. I've seen dudes Word. leave three in the morning, four in the morning, mm-hmm. just just up and leave because they couldn't do it no more. Wow. Yes. Yeah, what what was it, the running? What was the conditioning or the yelling by the coaches? What what expectations were too much? I'll say um the expectations wasn't too much, but just the way um I'll I'll say the way of living as far as like the dorms, mm-hmm. it'll be tough because we we're not we don't have access to a lot of things that, you know, we're used to, like mm-hmm. food, uh, weight mm-hmm. rooms, things like that. So dudes out here, you know, they don't know what to do. And if they don't got the, the money or nothing like that, they're not eating right. Mm-hmm. They're eating ramen out the pack, you know, like. Well, damn, what, what, they, well, I don't want to stay where the cafeteria at. Like, I don't get the, it. Like, the cafeteria, they... man, that cafeteria is messed up, bro. Okay. Cap. Okay. 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 I don't know if it was because <laughs> of the laxatives or what, but I was in that thing. I, Two or three plates, right? Bring it, bring right. it back to the crib. That's right. That's right. You know, but so, I, I mean, that's crazy. Like, so, so how how was the season up there? Like, how, how you know what was your experience like? You know, as far as on the field, as far as my experience, um, mm-hmm. you know, like that that's a that's a pretty well known program. Mm-hmm. So on the field, um, we we was winning. We was a winning program. We I lost two games. I okay. had two seasons. I lost two games there. And on the field, it was high expectations from, from our coaches. Right. Know, we expected, we'll come here, and you're expected to go D1. You know what I mean? Mm. But, um, so the workload was there. Like, we, we was working. We was working hard. Well, are there any guys who um playing D1 that you play alongside with? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, oh. mm-hmm. Jaquan Brisker over at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre Blackett over at Rhode Island, Savion mm-hmm. Williams over at Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, Anthony Wigan, another one over at Penn State, mm-hmm. uh, Brad, I forgot his last name, but he's over at Penn State as well. They just signed two more people that's going to Penn State this year too. Okay. So, Dang, yeah. that's pretty good. That's all in one squad, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you, uh, did you won a championship there? We won a, we won a bowl game out in Arizona. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, my last year, 2018. Got you, got yeah. you, got you. Um, so, so now you, from JUCO, you go to um, wait, did you get any offers like from junior college? Like, I mean, what offers did you have? Yeah, um, when I first got to JUCO, um, a lot of the schools that had offered me out of high school, mm-hmm. they um, they kind of like backed off a little bit. You know, they they need somebody now, so they was taking right, that right, chance. Right. Okay. Well, a couple schools st- stuck with me. Maryland did until they had the coaching change, um, mm-hmm. and they had Louisiana, Lafayette, mm-hmm. out in the Sun Belt, mm-hmm. and I, f- I had another school. I forgot what school it was, but that, that okay. was pretty much it. 
as far as like when I got to the end of my JUCO career. Got you, yeah. got you. And so what? What you you end up picking uh, UConn, University of Connecticut. Yep. So what made you choose UConn? I felt like I felt like that was the best option for me as far as like developing. You know, that, okay. there, was, there was a losing program mm-hmm. going in, and they needed they needed a leader to you know shift the culture. Mm. And okay. It's hard to do that when it's like a whole bunch of wrong guys. You don't have the right guys. And yeah, I felt like I could right be guys. I could be a key asset as me being a, a right guy, you know, coming in and helping changing shifting the culture and turning a lot a lot of the guys that's like bad guys, not necessarily bad guys, but you know, get them on the right path and turn right, them to the right, right guys and have them right, doing right. the extra, you know what I mean? Well, you came from a winning program, it sounds like. Uh, you say you won at Cheshire. You yeah. say you won a championship at Bloomfield. Yeah. Then you said you um, – so you're coming from winning tradition. Right. So, you know, you know what it looks like. And so naturally, you, you, you know, your expectations are higher for yourself, right. it sounds like. And so I'm sure you project that amongst your teammates. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, right. I mean, you guys right now are, are definitely struggling, man. I mean, yeah. you've kind of been struggling for a long time. And it's, it's look at really atrocious at the moment. Yeah. So – um, you know, I'm wondering, like, what, what what do you think the difference is between your JUCO um, experience and the, the university experience right now? Um, first of all, like, just like socially and then athletically. Okay. Um, athletically, it's the mindset. Mm-hmm. Dude, when I was at JUCO, everybody around, around me wanted to win. Mm-hmm. And that's all we was focused on was winning. No matter what it took, what steps we had to take, we was going to take them to make sure that we won. Mm-hmm. You know, here it's like dudes made it. You know what I mean? They got that I made it mindset. So mm-hmm. now they chilling. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, okay. At Juco, we was in chilling because we had to, you know, we had to work and we had to grind to, to make it to the next level. And I feel like here dudes ain't really serious about it or serious about going to the next level. So now they just they chilling. But isn't the next level NFL for these guys? I mean, I don't. Is it? Wouldn't that be you know the right. case? That that should be. Everybody says that's their dream, but. You know, actions gotta actions gotta right. up, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And okay. I think dudes okay. are too focused on being uh you know popular or being seen. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. So okay. I feel like I feel like that that's the biggest that, that's the biggest struggle. Everybody's too focused on the wrong things. Do you think division one is what you thought it was in high school or or less or more? I feel like it's 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 what I expected. Okay. You know, it's definitely okay. what I expected as far as, like, speed and the size of the players that I'm going against. Right. But as right, far right, as, right. like, my experience, I felt like it was, like, a little bit downplayed for um, as far as, like, the the game atmospheres. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you're coming up, you want, you want to go D1, you, you expect, you know, a filled-out filled crowd, you know what I mean? Crowd going crazy. But here at UConn, you know, it's different because it's just – it is what it is with the situation that the program is in, you know, the – Right, right, right. We don't right. got that much support. So, it's like, damn. Right, and I, right. And I feel like that that plays a key role, too, as far as, like, support. Okay. Like, dudes, like, dudes giving up because they don't have – we don't, we don't have a lot of support. So, there's, like – it's, like, no point in – you know what I mean? Well, that – that sounds like the the they're more driven by outside factors more than themselves. Exactly. Right? Because if you dri- if you self driven, then you don't, it could be one person. It don't matter. It, it don't matter. It don't matter. We out here. You know, we got, 
right? We got a situation at home that we trying to get the fuck up out of. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that you know that should be the driving force, but you know it's, it's a case by case situation. Right. So like, so when you're on the road, you're probably getting more. I would I would guess you're getting more excitement when you travel into other stadiums that might be bigger, right? With a bigger crowd and more crazy because that's the environment you may have envisioned. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. What was the most litiest game this year? UCF. UCF. Really? And that was in Florida. That was in UCF. Yep, that was out in Florida. And that and that's the experience you want every game. Yeah, no doubt. Wow. Wow. Yep. That was it. How did you do that game? I did. I mean, I'm not talking about it. I know the team. I I know. (laughs) I know. I saw the scores. Don't worry about it. Personally, I did good. You know, I could have did. There's always room for improvement. I could have did a lot better than what I did. Okay. But as far as like the D line, we we definitely we definitely held we definitely held it down that game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Me and KK had oh. me and KK had a um a sack. Yeah, yeah. had a sack together. So KK, for those who who are listeners, KK is a young man named Kavon Jones who's also his teammate on the squad that we, we worked with and mentored as well in our program. So yeah. that's, that's who he's referring to. Um, so at six feet, 225 pounds, you know, you're playing uh, D-line. I'm sure that you must be a guy, a stand-up guy, like maybe uh, Von Miller or you're looking to make a switch or something. Yeah, definitely a stand-up guy. And um, okay. there's some packages, like sub-rolls, where I'll go to, like, a rover, rover mm-hmm. line, linebacker, middle linebacker one. And okay. I still have, you know, we switch it up here and there, but right, I'm definitely still training like a linebacker or not even a linebacker, like a safety. You know, keep the, yeah, keep the hips and yeah. feet swift. Yes, yes. Because yes. I know at the next I'm, level, I'm realistically I'm not going to be, you know, a stand up nope. guy. You know nope, what I mean? Nope. So I still got to train like that. Have that mindset. Absolutely, that makes sense, man. Um, toughest, toughest team. You know, although I know the season was awful for you guys, <laughs> but which team? that you played against that was like, God damn, like, shit, they bringing this shit, like, which team you think that would be, like, who you was like, oh, my God, these dudes is thorough. Ooh. That's tough. I would say, um, mm, maybe Indiana. Okay. Yeah, okay. maybe Indiana. So, so that officer, the line, the lineman was solid. Solid. It was all over six five. Mm-hmm. You know, tough. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Indiana. They're out, they, that's country. You know, yeah, their, their running that. back mm-hmm. was about six two, two thirty, bringing that thing, hey boy. throwing that. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Quarterback yeah. was a little neither. Receivers was big. Tight ends was big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. so that was definitely the toughest. The phys- they they definitely out physicaled us by okay. a, a large margin. Okay. Okay. Um, yo, I wanna um shift gears a little bit right. and then we'll bring it right back. Uh what's your thoughts on what's going on with this virus, man? I mean, what do you think is gonna like end up happening, you know, for you? I know you you're entering your senior year. Right. Um like you know, what do you see playing out? I saw today that the president of UConn said you don't see any fall sports happening right. um, at this point. So what does that really mean for seniors? Right. And that and that's tough because I'm going into my senior season, you know. And you think they will grant you guys another year? I, they should, you know. They, um, yeah, they giving the spring sports another um eligibility. Exactly, but I don't know how that will play out because I'll still be, you know, we we'll, we'll still do school throughout the year. So, but you, but but did you do you have a redshirt available? I do have redshirt available. 
So I guess that would apply. Right. right. You know, and you can get your master's degree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you staying safe, man? Yeah, definitely, yeah. You know. Solid, solid. Yeah, the only time I come out really is to go train. Yeah, yeah, that's peace, man. That's peace. It's it's interesting. A lot of comp- conspiracy theorist shit going on. A lot of interesting takes that's that's happening. Right. You know, um, that I, you know, I'm, I stay abreast on what's happening, but I, I try to stay out the way mm-hmm. and just and just maintain health on my end. Yeah. And just kind of that's it. Like, cause if you get too caught up in that shit, you'll experience what is called um, brain fatigue, and like your mind gets tired. You like you get depressed and stressed because you keep thinking about doom right. and gloom. So I'm like, man, fuck that. I ain't about to keep, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to just drink my teas and lemons and, you know, elderberries and turmeric on my food. And I'm going to just try to stay healthy and righteous. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, thoughts on NCAA paying athletes? They should pay athletes. Um, how much? They how much? I feel like um shouldn't be nothing crazy, but, you know, we should we should definitely get something just off the fact that. We... Nothing crazy. They y'all make them a billion. Exactly. It's a four billion dollar. Exactly, like we, we're bringing in revenue, so we should see. You know, we should see that money back. And so I read a stat today, just to give you some insight. I read a stat today. Uh, I think some guys on Wall Street or Washington somewhere they um did a um they they took some data regarding the the amount of money athletes generate per stars per rankings of the yeah. of the athlete, and and I believe um a ballpark figure was five-star athletes bringing about, I think it's either five or 300,000. They worth 300,000 right. for the program per right. athlete. Okay. Four stars bring in another uh, uh, minus 100,000. Three stars minus another 100,000. Uh, no, I believe three, th- three, three stars brought in 150,000 okay. a year. A three-star okay. athlete. Okay. So um, essentially, if we go and buy those, that data, then, then the athlete should be paid 150 a year. Period. Because they're generating that money. I mean, if that's the case, this, let's call it what it is. You guys right. are employees. No questions about nothing. You are an employee. Yeah. Okay. So um, I definitely think that you should leverage that, and they should pay you guys. I mean, you know, uh, it's just it's crazy what's happening. Everybody making money off you guys. Everybody and we're not even seeing nothing. Guys. It's crazy. Hell no. Y'all jerseys are y'all jerseys in everybody's right. stores. Yo, next question. Um, distractions, man. Like you know, again, and I and I'll use my myself for mm-hmm. an example. Girls, girls, drugs, parties, legal activities, all of that shit exists on every right. campus. How do you deal with that? Like what? Like what's your strategy to maintain a level of you know focus? You gotta tune that out. That's that's something that comes with uh, maturity and understanding the mm. bigger picture. And what's going on? You mm. know, I feel like I feel like I matured early on, so I understood coming in. You know, coming into um, a university like this, especially like one like UConn, that there was going to be a whole bunch of distractions. You know, and right? I just right. knew that I couldn't let myself get distracted and lose focus on what's really important, what my main goal is. You know, I can't, right. I can't right. uh, sacrifice. Uh, temporary pleasure over, you know, going mm. making going to the NFL. Or, you know, you know what I mean. Right, right, right. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now I don't want you. I don't want you to be too serious, like my man. Spence, nah, right. No, no, no. Yo, fun. come on. Get this, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yo, see, it was because of you, Corey. <laughs> see, if you, you talk about distractions, Corey, but you wasn't there. You know, he crazy. You always right. complaining. Shut up. Right. You know, you gotta oh, be- man. And for those who don't know, for the viewers who may not know, that's a reference from the All-American yeah. show on Netflix. You could check that out. Um, so, yeah, maintaining that focus, man. Because, look, there was an incident. I, you know, look, we read the papers, uh, baby. Yeah. It's all public news. We see things happening. Guys yep. are stealing shit or not. Either way, we saw it. We, you know, we're reading things. And But, look, that's not the first time that things like that have taken place. When I was at UConn, um, we had guys who got kicked off, off the team for stealing shit credit cards and then using those cards at, you know, online shopping and getting it delivered to other people's address. So I think it was finessing, but it wasn't. They got caught and then they got kicked right. off the team. Like, you know, we had guys who got kicked off the team for buying alcohol when we was out at uh, South mm. Florida. You know, they, they went to the fucking package store to bu- buy some alcohol Bozo, bozos. Right. And then, they, you know, what, what, what are you doing? Like, I, even, I can't fathom that. Why would you even right. do that? But that's neither, that's neither here nor there. But guys make bonehead decisions all the time. But it goes back to that that love of maturity that you just yeah. talked about. Um, having that maturity. And another place that comes from that you mentioned earlier is the yeah. mentorship. Having that guidance. Also having people in your corner that that's, you know, depending on you or also, you know, they looking out. They want to make sure you stay on top of your game that you don't want to let yeah. down, basically. And so um, having that on your mind can also boost up the maturity process if you give yeah, a fuck. For sure. You know? Um, so, but with that being said, like, you know, we are human. And look, I'm, I ain't gonna hold you. When I was at UConn, you know, it was, it was a lot of sex being, being tossed around. Right. Okay? A lot of sex. And, and I'm a man. I'm taking full advantage of it. Let's be very clear. But some people um, are overboard. You know, they kind of, they're a little too wild and they get caught up in some situations. Look, I got two girls pregnant while on campus at UConn, okay? Two abortions during my, my time there, okay? And, and, you know, I'm hoping that that's nah, not your nah, story. Nah. No. <laughs> okay, big dog. Okay. Hey, we ain't shooting nah, up the club over here, cuz. No, baby. No, we, 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 we want to, um, you, know, you know, be responsible, okay? And, right. and that's important, you know, being responsible. You know, you are an adult, you know, but you just make sure you're a responsible right. adult. You know, um, so that so um, we winding down now. Um, um, so let me ask you this: uh, What what you think your future is, man, in football? Like, you know, what, what you think? Uh, what, you know, if I know the goal is the obvious right. one, right? But like, it's based on you know what you've accomplished thus far, um, physically, how you're feeling, like you know what you think, you know what you think could be the next step for you. I definitely got a shot at the NFL, but. If that, mm-hmm. you know, if the NFL don't work out, I'll definitely see myself playing in the CFL or even, you know, okay. going to the XFL and then taking the next step to, you know, the NFL or the CFL. But The XFL shit just um, bankrupt. I don't know. I hope they come back, but I don't oh, know what's going on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was really banking on that shit. That, that yeah, was a great that option facts. for young people. That definitely was a bad outlet for mm-hmm. So we'll see if they come back. Uh, I know Vince McMahon runs that, I believe. So hopefully they get back in order in 2021 yeah, um, because uh, there's a lot of shit that's wiped out right now because of the virus. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, man, everything's good with you, man. You've been working out. Um, how often Every do you day. work out? Okay. Nah, not today. Twice. Okay. You know, that it's solid. not always sounds like, solid. you know, people get it confused and they say, oh, you're working out twice a day or three times a day. Like, that's that's crazy with like every every session 
doesn't have to be a, a overkill session, you know what I mean? Like you have to right, have different right, sessions, like right. technical sessions, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. hmm So some mm-hmm. some sessions might yep. be thirty to forty five minutes with a straight technical work that needs that needs straight that, technical you work. need that, you know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Um, I, I, one of my teammates um, in college, uh, a guy named Darius, actually Darius Butler was on the show before as well. And he, he has a, um, he has a podcast he does and a, and he was talking about how um, he was teaching guys how right. to be a pro. And, and one of the things he talked about, and I even had to listen to the rest. I knew it was some bombs, but I just, the first thing he's talking about was being mm. on time. I mean, I can't express how key yeah. that shit is. You know, a lot of guys I see they just they drag their feet, they take their time doing shit. No sense of right. urgency. You know, can you talk a little bit about um, the importance of just that, like you know, just kind of the approach towards accomplishing tasks, um, whether it's academically or athletically? Like, you know, let's, right now let's focus on athletically, like the importance of just the, the urgency right. piece. And that that goes into uh, being prepared and. Uh, being ready to take on your your goal, you know what I mean, and that transfers over to the field or wherever, mm-hmm. and you don't even know that it transfers over. You know what I mean, like that that mm-hmm. lazy that right. lazy attitude really transfers over. Right. And if you if you make that step to being accountable and holding yourself to a higher, higher standard and being on time and being prepared, that you you're gonna see the results wherever on the field or right. you know you know whatever you're doing, it's gonna it's gonna elevate. And we'll see positive results. Right, right. Life after football, man. Right. What you got? Life after definitely football. gonna be working with the youth. You know what I mean? Definitely see myself doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. being uh, a part of Supreme. You know, wherever, right. wherever uh, I venture off to, I definitely want to bring a branch of that wherever I go. That's right. You know what I mean? That's I right. Like that's, that's right. Important. Boss shit. That's right. That's right. That's a boss move right there, man. And and you did who. You know, again, I, I don't really see um, no who, who better than, right? Like, who better than someone like yourself who, who was molded yeah. in it, right? So, you know, you should absolutely be the CEO of your own branch. No question yeah. about it, right? You know, and, and that makes sense, right? And, that, and that's being an entrepreneur because, you know, this, this sector is all entrepreneurial mm-hmm. work. So, um, you just got to be a hustler. Go get yeah. it, you know? Um, last thing, man. Last thing. Uh if you could just leave a message and we, and we want to bring you back on too, because especially in the midst of what's going on with the coronavirus, we, we, I want to get your take on a few topics like personal trainers versus coaches opinions. And I, I, I got a lot of topics I want to talk to you right. about. So we, you know, and if we got a lot of future interviews we're going to do, um, but um, I want to wrap this one up and just kind of get your, your final thoughts on um, if you can leave some words uh, of uh encouragement or just kind of like advice to the, the younger audience that's li- listening and they would like to be in, you know, in your shoes, playing division one, traveling the country, wearing free gear, getting perks by being, you know, at a division one right. player, um, access to the girls or access to the latest, like I said, gear and the big meals, the big plates. A lot of these things we didn't really touch on, but a lot of these things you have access to, you know, the hotels and, you know, all the stuff. Um, that kids like, like, wow, wow, right. to, you know, the in, the interviews from the mm-hmm. media, um, you know, shit like that. You're being on TV, like even that, right? Understanding like what that means, and you know, if you can just kind of give some words of advice on how they can accomplish themselves enough to get to right. that point. Um, excuse my language, but you 
don't gotta give a fuck about nobody because nobody gives a fuck about you. At the end of the day, you gotta worry about yourself and grind and work. Worry about school and whatever field you're in, football, basketball, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, focus mm-hmm. on that. Don't focus on being popular and all the girls mm-hmm. and all this because when you get to this mm-hmm. level, it's so much more better. You gotta focus right mm-hmm. now because it's gonna fly by. It's gonna be my senior year right now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I was just a freshman in high school. I remember it like it was mm-hmm. yesterday. So don't take mm-hmm. advantage of of nothing. Take everything with mm-hmm. gratitude and work, work, mm-hmm. work. That's all you gotta do. And be consistent. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, Dylan Harris, number 58 for UConn Huskies. We really appreciate your time, brother. Um, uh, I know you're going to be watching that yes, draft, sir. man, praying and just being motivated with every every second, yes, I'm sure. You know, and with the third pick, all that shit is exciting to hear. Um, so I'll be tuning in myself, man. Thank you again, man. Yes, I appreciate, sir, no you. appreciate you. All right, peace. All right peace.